Welcome to the latest edition of Robots for Eyes. It's 1942, and we're here at the races. Cheltenham Races. Hello, Sags. How are we doing? Not too bad. How you doing, Rob? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. I'm all right. You know, just usual shit is, you know, working, Maybe living, and all that. Um, Got a nice beer in front of me. Um, We have, actually. Yeah, that's from Tris Wilson. Tris Wilson. And that Wilson. book there. Yeah. And that book, what's it called? That book there. The, uh, the Book of Heroic Failures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think it's quotes and stuff, is it? I think. I think it's, I haven't looked at it properly yet. I saw, like, opened up a page and it was on about um, so, someone trying to record, um, sign the Beatles saying, no, you're rubbish, basically. Yeah. And it was the Beatles. Passed up an opportunity to sign the yeah. biggest band that's ever been, ever. So that would be quite a funny book to look at. Smart move. Yeah. And then we've got a beer called the New, from the New Lion Brewery. Yeah, called Main Event. Sent a couple of them through, so should we crack into these and see yeah, what they think so, on? yeah. Back since 2013. Took us that. Oh, you go first. You've got the, the hammerhead let's, over Let's there. see how good this sounds. Sounds good so far. Hang on. Other way. Ooh, Ooh good yeah. pop at the end of that. That sounded nice. Let's have a look on that. Yeah. What's your impressions on that? Ooh, it smells fruity. It smells good. Mmm. Yeah. Let's have a little sample. and gone. Mmm. Yes, I like it. That's a banging drink. That is. That's well good. Well done, Yeah. Good shout. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, we shall have a look at the book and drink this beer and... Uh, pardon me. In Pardon me. Savage. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Podcast good etiquette bird. and that. I think we should... Yeah, man. We should do like a beer tasting segment. So if you want to send us beers... <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Just an excuse for people to send us beer. Yeah, I think we're, let's be serious about this. Yeah, yeah, if you want to send us some of your <laughs> some beer that you like for us to taste, we'll quite happily do that. We'll have a beer tasting weekend. This is a really nice beer. It's very it fizzy. Is. Yes, it's fizzy. And it's, um, it's quite fruity, quite hoppy. It doesn't matter what it says. Doesn't matter. It's All it tasty. does, it t- it tastes good. So yeah, nice. Thank shout you very much. Shout out corner. Okay. Angie Kidner, the legend, a boxer, a boxer. Yeah. She's like a uh, female female boxer. She's, she's world champion atom weight boxer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lisa Ashton. Um, she's she's um she's in a band. She plays her bass in a band. She's like a cool looking chick. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's got like longer hair, head down most of the time, just banging out the uh, you know, bam, 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 bam. Mohammed, Mohammed, um, he is a character in Cheers. So I mean, that's original. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that was coming. It could yeah. be. For I know, I just made that up off the top of my head. <laughs> Barry, Ewer- all, all I know, there's one fat cunt in Cheers, isn't there? Who sits there? And Fraser Man. So I know two people. <laughs> the one I who nev- sits at the bar and the Fraser Man. I never watched that. The Fraser Man. Who's that? What's his name? I can't remember what his name is. What's his fucking name? Don't know. But all I know is that was a spin-off. It was about... um, What is his name? The spin-off thing come from that, didn't it? He was in Frasier. No, no. I can't remember. Cheers was first, I think. (laughs) And then it was Frasier. And then all I remember is is him and the fat cunt who used to sit at the bar all the time. Never watched Cheers and never watched Frasier. Well. Never watched them, so I don't fucking know. Barry Urie. Barry Urie. I'm going to go for a horse jockey. Barry Urie on... Round the corner to win the match. <laughs> Second horse racing reference today. I know, yeah. It's Cheltenham, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. What's Cheltenham? Oh, that's the horse racing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't put any bets on because I don't do that. But Dwayne Hell Rourke. Dwayne Dwayne Hell Rourke. Yeah. I'm gonna say he, he um he he's a, he works on an oil rig, and he he actually is the the one in control of the drill. Yeah, his nickname's Hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jamie Clegg. Jamie Clegg, he's like the brother of Nick Clegg. 
I don't know that everyone, you know, slagged Nick Clegg off, but you know, look at it now in the country. Sl- slagging off fucking Jamie Clegg, that's the one. Did, have we given him a shout out before? Possibly. We, we or could, we given it someone else a cle- another Clegg. We, we've done. I don't know. Nick Clegg. Nick Clegg. Yeah. Shout out for Nick Clegg. <laughs> yeah. If he's got a, has he got a job anymore? Uh, Does he do anything? One, mate. He doesn't need one. I reckon he sucks cock for pint of vodka. <laughs> Apparently so. Maybe. I don't know. Allegedly. He'll let us know. He does listen. <laughs> what Nick Clegg does? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He emails me all the time. Won't leave me alone. I bet okay. he won't. Emily Foster. Um, she is uh, the great, great gran- granddaughter of um, the Foster's Brewery. Nice. Nice. That would be wicked, that would. That would be cool. If it wasn't such a gash beer. Yeah, that's true. You need to sort good. that out. What's her name? Emily. Yeah. Emily, you need to sort them out. Sort Speak out, to yeah. your great great granddad, even though he's dead, and uh, tell him to sort the beer out. And send us some as well. Yeah, we'll and just send us loads, it. and then we'll say Foster's is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrew Bonham. Andrew Bonham. Um, I'm going to say he he's a. Um, what do you call those dirt uh, bike racers? Motocross racer. Motocrosser. Yeah, he's a motocrosser. And he's, he's usually like, he's up there, but he never wins. He's one of those, you know what I mean? He's always like fourth or fifth. Everyone kind of knows his name, but he's never really there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Claire Sk- Skid Queen Sales. Skid Queen? <laughs> well, yeah, apparently. But I think she just shits herself a lot. Uh, just, yeah, she's got bowel problems. In the morning, oh, fucking ass is itching. Oh, no. Skid Queen, though, you know. That's, that's, that's good. Sounds good to me. Elaine Shannon. <laughs> Elaine Shannon. Um, I'm going to say she um, she works in a printer's. I mean, that's a good, solid job. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with that, is no. it? No. That's what I'm going for. Ryan McKay. Ryan McKay. Um, he he is actually the Iceman for um, the boxer earlier on. We forgot her name. Do you remember her name? Uh, was it Lisa Lisa Ashton? Le- Lisa Ast- Ashton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was the boxer, wasn't yeah, she? So no, it, it was Angie. Was it Angie? I can't remember. Yeah, it was Angie. It, Angie was Whoever the it was, it, it, he's the Iceman for her. He was like, I'm fucking getting lost here. Oh, yeah, so Kieran Knox. Kieran Knox. Is that a new one or yeah. is that one we've talked about? I'm getting confused now. This is another one that's... Um, someone who, who's related to someone who got away with murder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. There's an episode on that, surely. Yeah. It's got to be. Sometimes you she's, look at... She's smarmy. She, she knew what, what happened. I, that's the second... She's smarmy. She's like... Do you know what she's like? She's like the McCann's. <laughs> the way she reacted was all mental. Like like after. like You know what I mean? She wasn't bothered. She was there snogging a boyfriend and... Maybe she didn't all, do it. Yeah, my best mate's been absolutely brutally murdered, and she's like, "Hang on, I'm just gonna." I don't know if it was his best mate, was it? Yeah, it was one of the best mates. Was it? Yeah, yeah. She was like an English exchange yeah, student yeah. that went there, and then you know that happens. And then about fucking fifteen minutes later, she's outside necking a boyfriend. I reckon you should do the episode on Amanda Knox. Okay, Rob's gonna do it. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, sometimes I look at topics. And I'm she's like, smarmy. She's fucking daunt. Like it's the big, and you're like, oh my god, I got to get all the fine details in this, otherwise. You're gonna look like it's gonna look like if a she no even less than a do. If she didn't murder her, she knew about it before, before um, she before they found it. If you know what I mean. I'm ignorant. So ignorant they say. I'm ignorant to it. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Pardon me. Luke McCallum. Luke McCallum. Um, I think he's a sniper, eh? Yeah, he could be. G'day, lads. No, he is. Oh, he is. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Miles yeah, Chapman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miles Chapman. Um. He he works in a library. Another library. It was the second librarian today. Yeah, it could is be. It? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? No. We haven't done how lot. strong is this beer? It's only 3.8%. Is it? I've already read it, yeah. Fucking look at you straight to the... Uh, legit. That's, course that's, that's a that's, session that's, beer, that's that, why. That's what I do, mate. I look at a beer and I, I, I'll go, yeah, that looks good. What's the percentage? 
Yeah. I'll still drink it no matter if it was fifty five percent. But like to be honest, if it's fifty five percent, I'd probably back wanna, away. I'd probably <laughs> neck it just to see what it'd do to me. I, I, I like um it depends, man. If you're going on a mad session, if you're going five yeah. alive more, he's oh this is gonna fuck me up, man. Yeah, but there's a point though, isn't there? You always go, nah, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna not gonna get wrecked or whatever, right? But there's always that point and it's not slow and builds up, you just go, Oh fuck it, do you know what? I'm yeah. just having another twelve beers. Yeah. Another twelve. Yeah, do you know what I mean? On top of the twelve I've just had. <laughs> Yeah, and the double vodka Red Bulls. Yeah, and you start mixing shit. I mean, the other day I was like that. I was just drinking all sorts of shit, and it's just like, mm, I, I wasn't planning to do it, but I did in the end. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, it gets it gets it gets like that, doesn't it? You yeah, think, oh, I never want to be all right. There's no, one. there's no. I oh, now I shouldn't. It's kind of like it's kind of like. Go on, I'll have another six beers or twelve beers. <laughs> You'll start for another nine hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's midnight now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cheers, Josh, on Patreon as well. Cheers, mate. That's much appreciated. And Lily requested a uh, a shout out for Collins because she loves him. What, Rob Collins? Yeah. Do you know what? I was out with Collins the other night. Oh, don't tell Lily. She'll be frothing at the gash, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was out. At she the po- likes all his pictures on Instagram. Really? <laughs> well, he is a model. He w- he did. Um, uh, here's a story. He was in um well, reconstructive face. Surgery. No, no. He <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in the Gay Times. No, um, he was um. He honestly was, for some reason, I can't remember what, what might, I'll have to speak to him about it, because he's probably going, to, why the fuck did you say that? But I'm going to say <laughs> it. Robbie, he was Robbie. in a German magazine. You know what I mean? Oh. He, do you remember when he was when he was young and he had that longish hair? Men. yeah. He was in a German magazine wearing some jacket, and he was like, obviously like to sell a jacket or something. But yeah, yeah. So <laughs> technically, he's been a model. Robbie, Robbie Collins. <laughs> <laughs> what just one modelling gig? How much did he get paid? Or did I don't he have know. To suck a man for it. Well, it was either it was either, like it was either that. I can't remember. <laughs> suck a man, probably. I don't know. I'll have to have a word of him and ask him. Yeah, have a word. No, actually, Lily, ask him, Lily. Yeah, yeah, Lily. Annoy do, him. Do the groundwork. Yeah, annoy him. Send him <laughs> thousands of messages. Uh, Brad sent us a good audio message a couple of weeks back, but I was going to play it on the Wednesday Paranormal, but we got carried away. I, d- I just wanted to let him know that I've not forgot that. It's on my desktop, ready to be done. Um, if you want to get us, you can get us on our social media across everywhere. Uh, and Google, type us in. It'll come up with all of them. All of them? Everything, everything you need. It's just like thirty-eight percent or something. I can't Look, talk yeah, properly. What have you done? So you laced it or something? Really. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I hope he has actually. It'd be fucking amazing. Wouldn't it be fucking brilliant? Just, uh, just wake up and oh, what the fuck's going on? This episode, yeah. His fucking screen starts wobbling. Rat poison, both yeah. dead. Uh, I don't know what I was saying. Um, you were saying um, thanks uh, for the audio and it will come oh, back yeah, to you yeah. and then we were going on about uh, we can catch us on any social media. There you go. And we've entered a British Podcast Award. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, so um, if you want some stickers or something, get out of us, we'll give you some, we'll send you out because we're, we're nice guys like that. And leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, that'll do it, you slags. Yeah, man. We're back on. Yeah. So we've just been interrupted. Now, this has happened a few times recently. Inconsiderate slags. I know, yeah. Someone knocking at the door. Come on. You know what I mean? Good parcel for you. Uh, Great. Thank you. Now, fuck off. Piss off. Yeah. Go home. (laughs) Have a beer and chill and listen to Robots for Eyes. Yeah, do that. 
definitely do that. That's what you should do. I'm, f- I'm worried. The cat's sitting on the uh, on the on the podcast desk at the moment, and I reckon she's gonna tread on the keyboard or some shit in a minute. I think she's staring at ghosts, mm-hmm. and I think she's looking at me because I've, I've just farted and it really stinks. You and always do that. There seems to be some like impenetrable wall well, here. It never drifts across. It, this one will, because I think the cat's about to pass out. <laughs> it's just staring into the the abyss at the minute. Ill mm. farts, mate. Oh, that's bad. So, do you know what we're talking about today? Um, well, we've just been talking about smelly farts, and we've talked about all sorts of random stuff before. I can't even remember what it was. Cheery, cheery topic, light-hearted. The AIDS conspiracy. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. Ainly induced a death sentence. <laughs> is that what it is? A-I-D-S. Yeah. Ainly induced death sentence. Could be. Jesus Christ, what's going on with these phones? Wow. That was Josh, that was. I can't, I can't answer it, mate. I'm uh, doing something. Podcasting for you. <laughs> Why, this is so professional, this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AIDS. AIDS, yeah, AIDS, AIDS. Right, so, um, yeah, we're going to look at the conspiracies, but before we go into them, we've got to give you a bit of background information uh, regarding how the virus came to be discovered, where they think it came from, because that kind of gives some sort of grounding for you to base whether you think the conspiracies are mad or valid. And I'm sure everybody listening knows about HIV and AIDS uh, and, like, what it does to the person, what it does to the body. We're going to cover some er- as many areas as we can. Hopefully, you know, talk about some shit that you're not familiar with. So HIV, do you know what it stands for, Rob? Um, hepatitis, I don't know, <laughs> injected uh, virus. Human immunodeficiency <laughs> virus. <laughs> and it targets our body's immune system. Right. And just wrecks it. More specifically... Um, cells in our body called T cells, mm-hmm. and these are cells that help fight um, our immune system. Help like uh, it destroys basically. They attach themselves to germs and shit that connect up to cells, or all become cancerous. They hunt them down and, and get rid of them basically. Okay. So they're like va- really, really vital. They're like little small soldiers mm-hmm. scanning the perimeter yeah, of our yeah. body and just raping it basically. <laughs> now the T cells are good ones. Oh right. The T cells they hunt down bad infected cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, and HIV works by reducing the number of T cells in our body. Nice. So, the sort of like reduction of T cells leaves our bodies open to attack from other illnesses. And it's these secondary illnesses and diseases that kill you. It's not the virus. Right, okay. So, HIV primarily works by attaching itself to a cell and injecting it with genetic material, forcing the cell to make copies of the virus. That's fucking well weird, isn't it? It's like a spy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a spy with some fucking mental stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sneaking yeah. into your bloodstream, finding these T-cells, and whatever they're called. Yeah. Fucking going to have a bit of that. Yeah. It hasn't always been around. It's relatively new. Um, it was only clinically observed and discovered, let's just say, in 1983. That was the year, son. Yeah, man. That was the year, son. <laughs> uh, because it just appeared out of the blue... Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah, it, it, it sort of appeared out of the blue in the 1980s, but as you'll we'll get into it, it, it didn't. But it kind of gives rise to conspiracy theories but because they were like, oh, it wasn't there, then it's fucking there. But but on a lot of diseases, just um, out the blue. If, if there's a new disease, it's out the blue. Yeah, doesn't matter if it's anything really. Yeah, you know what I mean. You get bird flu, for instance. That you know, I know it was in birds, but it hit us. It's you know, it's. It's just appeared out of the blue to humans. It's the same thing. I think it was because it was so devastating that people just couldn't sort of get their heads around 
that it that it might have just been naturally occurring. And it's kind of like the biological weapons, and people think it came in vaccines. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll cover that in a bit. So the earliest clinical verifiable sample of blood that tested positive for HIV. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yeah. <laughs> now, it came from a dude living in the Congo in 1959. Nice. But it's important to remember, it wasn't identified back then. It was just collected and went, what the fuck's that? Yeah, it was stored, and event, like years later, when the virus's movements were being traced back, uh, they kind of twigged and went, ah, fuck me. That, you know, fucking, that bloke died from AIDS 30, well, in the 1950s. Mad. It's probably all that umbongo. They're drinking the Congo. <laughs> do you remember that? Ad- remember that advert? Yeah, yeah, yeah did man. And no one ever. How did that? How did that go? And bongo and bongo. They drink it in the Congo. Ooh, but no they didn't, though, did they? They don't have drinks like it. it's just like water, muddy yeah. water and stuff. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. Good, uh, good, the world, the world of Rob. The world of Rob. So what they did is the scientists made kind of like a um, a virus family tree that sort of traces its progression backwards in the past, which is pretty mad. And using this, this HIV family tree, they reckon the first human-to-human transmission of HIV took place somewhere around 1920. Okay, so okay, so they got it in 1959, but they reckon it might have first yeah. happened in 19... human-to-human in 1920. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that sample is the earliest sample containing mm-hmm. blood, but that wasn't discovered to be HIV until years and years later. Yeah. Until they realised that HIV was a thing and they were like, fuck me, he died. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know, that's linked with that sort of thing, yeah. It's been around for a while. Fuck, we didn't know. Um, but it's really interesting because, like, how do people, where did it come from, essentially? Because there's no historical examples describing HIV. Like we say, it just, it just appeared. So scientists identified a type of chimpanzee in Africa and more specifically, a tribe of chimps in the Congo as a source of the HIV infection in humans. It's fucking well interesting. You're like, wow. So someone's been bat-shafting chimps. Well, that's what they say, yeah. So there's some speculation that this tribe actually of chimps came from Cameroon, but the Congo link seems to be the one that most virologists agree on. Okay, so the the, the um, rigid, what was it, what would you call it, the origin is... Uh, in the Congo, they reckon. Well, it, yeah, the origin is chimps. It was in 1999, researchers found a strain of SIV, which is the, champani- the chimpanzee Japanese Japanese <laughs> version like of uh, HIV. It's called simian immunodeficiency virus. Mm-hmm. It's in that tribe, in that specific tribe, and it's, they, the virologists believe that that tribe of chimps is the source of their SIV that jumped into people that became a HIV. Yeah, yeah. And they even give a location where they think this happened. Uh, it's the capital of the Congo called um, Kinshasa. And unfortunately for us, but fortunately for the virus, Kinshasa has really good transportation routes and it had a booming sex trade. Oh, right, okay. So it didn't take long for the virus once it got a grip in humans to spread. Yeah. It's like a perfect storm, isn't it? Yeah. It always is, though, isn't it? All these horrible things or good things that happen, it's, it tends to happen mega quickly. And then it just spreads everywhere, and it's it's unstoppable then. So we've got a location, the Congo, Kinshasa, mm-hmm. and we've got a virus in a chimp, the SIV virus. But how it actually infects... I mean, people say that it came into contact, like, into the human bloodstream because uh, a bloke fucked a chimp. I mean, obviously. He could have got bit by a chimp, though, or something like that, couldn't he? He could have been bit by a chimp. Or ate something, maybe, and it's... You know what I mean? Ate, like a dodgy chimp or something? Well, they think... I mean, like, if you've ever seen a chimp... You imagine trying to fuck one of them. They're going to rip your face off. Exactly. 
It's not going to happen. No, unless it's dead. You've well, that could have happened as well. Yeah, but... Blokes will fuck anything, including the dead chimp. But, yeah, but, you know what I mean? How, how are you going to get a dead chimp and fuck it? Unless you're like Michael Jackson or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? With his bubbles, whatever he's called it. I'm forever blowing bubbles. I think his first name was Cum, wasn't it? Cum Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> so a man or a woman fucking a chimp is popular because HIV is spread. Right. Primarily. Well, not, not primarily. It's spread in, in bodily fluids, but it's, it can be transmitted during... During sex, obviously. Yep. And the chimp fucking explanation is bullshit. It, that did not happen. It's highly unlikely. The most likely scenario is, like you say, somebody... Is that something dodgy? A dodgy chimp or something? Or well, it came from bushmeat, which is the... <laughs> hey. The meat of a lady's <laughs> nether regions, <laughs> yeah, according yeah, yeah. to Bushmeat. <laughs> it's, um, it's like jungle animals, essentially. Like mammals, mm. reptiles, amphibians, birds, that sort of shit. But in this instance, somebody probably killed a chimp infected with SIV and somehow came into contact with the blood. And then the virus adapted in that new human host. And that was it then. And mutated into HIV. Because were very, very... This SIV and HIV were very similar. And I don't think eating... Eating the uh, infected meat is enough. It's got to be... But I, I think it is if, you, if, if you've, you, you, you're cut up inside. Yeah. So if your mouth's cut up or... Or if, if any way of it getting into the bloodstream. Now, so you could probably eat it. If you, if you haven't got a cut in your mouth or down your throat or anything yeah. like that, you're fine probably. Yeah, like you can touch HIV. But it does mean you're shit HIV at some point. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. It should be quite impressive. You yeah, know what I mean? Be, I can shit HIV. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, unless you've got a cut or something, I believe. Or, or yeah, you it? can touch it. It won't. I mean, if it's you can, you know, you could touch HIV positive blood. No, if it it's was not going to get into your. If system. someone got a bit of that monkey meat, right, and squeezed it into your eye, would you get it then? Because that that could Possibly. get into your bloodstream. Into your couldn't it? I don't know, mate. I'm not Snorting it would that get into your bloodstream? Oh, hopefully, could try it. <laughs> Henry, got any uh, chimps out there? Yeah, I've got some cocaine. I've got some uh, line of HIV. What? <laughs> yeah. Is that a new drug? It's yeah. a new banging drug, man. <laughs> straight from the Congo. <laughs> get it on your next son. <laughs> So what they reckon is that the most likely scenario is a hunter cut himself whilst butchering the chimp and the infected fluid entered his system that Unlucky. way. Unlucky. Or somebody handling the meat down the line did something similar and, you know, that was the start of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And over decades, the virus... Chimp pandemic. The chimp pandemic slowly spread across Africa through the ex- exchange of bodily fluids unchecked due to poor medical facilities and mm-hmm. almost zero contraception. And it eventually found its way out of out of Africa and spread around the world and took a fucking shitload of people down with it. You would do if it's got a massive booming sex trade because I bet you there's people who um from other countries um I suppose we could we could link it with um in today's events would be people who go to Holland for the red light district and stuff. Could it's be, like yeah. that but back then with the Congo everyone's like yeah, everyone's up for it down there. Let's go there. Let's go and get ourselves some AIDS. And you come back and you come back with AIDS, yeah. <laughs> so there's three stages to the HIV virus. Stage one is acute HIV infection. There's nothing cute about it. It's <laughs> after picking it up. What happens is you'll develop the first signs is you'll develop flu like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Quite hardcore. Uh, and that's what's happening is your the uh, the virus is giving your your T cells and your immune system a proper kicking. And it's destroying your force field basically. It's mm-hmm. like lowering your force field. Um, and then the, the levels of the virus in your blood, if it's if you do a blood test, are really high at that point because it's multiplying like mad. Stage two is the chronic HIV infection, and, and this is where the uh, the virus continues to multiply, but a much, at a much slower rate, and you might not actually have any symptoms there. 
Right, okay. And this is quite a dangerous phase because you'd be like, God, that flu I had two weeks ago was yeah, hardcore. Yeah. And you feel fine and it's yeah. still rinsing you, but your, your body's kind of, yeah, let's go whoring. And then obviously you can pass it on. Then. Yeah, yeah. And if you go untreated yeah. and don't take any medication, the HIV infection advances to its final stage and that can take anything up to 10 years, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. We all, we all know, don't you, when you've got the flu, then the first thing you want to do when you're off the flu is go whoring. I do it every time, mate. Yeah, that's what you do. It helps me. <laughs> feel better. And the final stage is AIDS, the acquired immune deficiency syndrome. And basically what AIDS is, it's the last stage of HIV. Yeah. People with AIDS have a totally wrecked immune system, just battered by the virus, and they can easily pick up infections that, you know, you or I or anybody else with... Like a common cold yeah, would, would, would fuck you big time. You and can sneeze them, because you know, they've got no immune system. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're fucked. So people don't die from AIDS. You don't get killed by the virus. Other shit gets them. Mm-hmm. Like, you've probably... When famous people peg it, it's usually, or if someone dies from AIDS, it's usually like they died from complications due to AIDS. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you can't you uh, you can't have AIDS without HIV. Obviously. Yeah, you need you need HIV first, don't you? Yeah, HIV causes the AIDS. But mm-hmm. interestingly, AIDS was discovered before HIV. It's like what? Mm. AIDS was discovered in 1981. I suppose H- it would though, because if 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 that's when people were very ill, people were gonna find that virus first because they don't know when they've got HIV that they're that ill to start with. Exactly. If yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes it. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people were dying in really strange ways, but we didn't know what was causing it. Turns out that was HIV. Yeah, yeah. Um, first, like the first person to be to be clinically identified as dying from AIDS was a fellow called Robert Rayford, and he died in 1968, age 16. Rough claim to fame, isn't that? Yeah, man. First clinically verifiable AIDS victim at 16 as well. Well, his AIDS, his, his death from AIDS wasn't confirmed until 1999. When like AIDS is in its glory years, there it was fucking. That's when, it, that's when Elton John was out doing all his tours for AIDS. <laughs> oh, don't blame old Elton, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what he was doing though. Then he was going around doing. He still does them. I think these AIDS benefits in there. Yeah, but man. It was a bit. I think it was in its height then, wasn't it? Not no one really it gives was. a fuck about AIDS as much now. It's well, we've got it not under control, but there's a lot. It's you know HIV is a very manageable condition at the moment. Yeah, I think I think you can live a completely normal life now. Can't. Controlled but normal, like your diet at a normal age. You're not gonna like just curl up and die from AIDS after. You can um, not well not make yourself immune to it. You can just sort of stop it, and it just sit, it's there, but it can't do anything. Yeah. Well, I this think. well, this fella Robert Rayford, who died in '68. Well, nobody. It's 1999, as we said, when they found it. Virologists actually dug his blood sample out the freezer and were like, "What the fuck? He died from AIDS 30 years ago." Yeah. <laughs> we're like, "Shit." You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Did they randomly pick it out? You know what I mean? How he many people did they pull the blood sample? Well, he was dying of. He died of. Of. Um, I'm guessing if they if it's unknown, they keep it to the side until they find something and go. Could it be that? Check that. No, it's not that. Yeah, he had a peculiar condition that they couldn't isolate, so the samples were kept, mm. and hopefully they thought, well, maybe years down the line, we'll figure out what fucking did it. Makes <laughs> sense. Did. In total, 39 million people have died. It's a proper global pandemic. It reached epidemic proportions in 1982. And today, and today there's approximately 38 million people living with HIV. And a third of them don't even know they've got it. An interesting thing the other day, funnily enough, um, something propped up saying that uh, some stem cells, which I don't, I don't know why people aren't using, 
someone who's immune to it or something like it was something weird like it was immune to HIV. Got, they got, got it, the stem yeah. cells from him, put it into someone else, and it's it's <clears> took it away. Yeah, them. I've got a bit of that on on some treatment things in a bit. Yeah. So I don't know why stem cells don't get used for shit. Oh, well, I've I found well not the found the reason why, but so because the god people. No, because um, it's cheating God apparently. Oh, Even though God that. told us to uh, <laughs> to find it, surely, surely God made us Maybe. find it. So <clears throat> I don't know. In 2017, anyway. nearly 950,000 people died globally, which is mad. It is really. Isn't it? You know what I mean? And in 1997, its peak mortality rate was 3.3 million people. Hmm, it's a lot of people. Yeah, two thirds of the um, new infections are coming from sub-Saharan Africa, and in total, 70. 7 million people have been infected with HIV globally in total. It's like fucking a lot of people, man. 77 million? Yeah. So that that's the UK, basically. Yeah. That's basically about the population of the UK. All that because a dude had a chimp kebab in the 1920s. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cut himself and innocently, probably. Yeah. I don't think he fucked a chimp, like you say. It's nah. impossible. Unless it was dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could fuck a dead chimp. Um, men will fuck a lot of things. Yeah, but I think I think that's a bit bit. Um, it's a good opportunity, I suppose. If you if you're feeling horny and you find a dead chimp, but <laughs> I, I think I'd rather just pull one off than a fuck a dead chimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be honest. Yeah, and then start a global pandemic. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you see something dead, right, and you're horny, don't fuck it because <laughs> it might get make some weird disease. All right. See, just wank me- over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone wins then. Yeah, yeah, it's all a winner. You get, you get what you feel like, you know what I mean? It's all good. Yeah, get to the end result. You just don't have to kill half a fucking country yeah, yeah. of people. <laughs> so you think like HIV is a nasty, nasty little life form. It's a horrible little critter, but that might not be strictly correct. Because whilst researching this, I thought, what is a fucking virus? And I was doing some reading and it, it's fuck, it blew my mind. A virus is not actually a living thing. It's not alive. Oh, okay. So they're different. To all life on Earth, like bacteria, plants, animals, for one reason, virus do not contain cells. Okay, a vi- I didn't. Yeah, so I didn't know this. I thought it was like just like a, like um some sort of like bat- like a bacteria type of thing, which is just a cunt basically. <laughs> just a cunt bacteria. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's um they don't contain cells. That's why they're different. A single virus particle is called a viron. And it's made up of genes and proteins. And without a cell, a virus cannot reproduce. They have to hijack a living cell and inject DNA or RNA into it, which effectively reprograms it to make more viruses. So what the, uh, the infected cell then, once it's been injected, it bursts open, spewing out more HIV virons and the virus, now in greater numbers, which then sort of search out and attack other cells and then inject them. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, it's not alive. It's just like doing it. Yeah. It's, they're like, like, it's like just doing it. Yeah. They're like alien nanobots. They're so, they're so bizarre if you look at them under under a microscope. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it, it makes you think, you know, it's obviously natural, but it's it's an odd, really odd bit of nature if it's not really alive. Well, there's some crazy like theories on where they come from. And right. people, some people think they could come from space. They're just some Maybe. weird, almost alien-like life form that we don't recognise as strictly being. Because, like, if you consider some biological things to be alive, because of like um, independent cell division, like mm-hmm. cells dividing, they don't do that. No. So, it's like, how do they fucking know what to do? How do they know how to move around? How do they know what what a yeah. cell is? Yeah. If they don't, if they're not alive, what what? 
it's like it's like it's like on a a fight instinct all the time, but yet yeah. you need to be alive to have that instinct. I think it's like a chemical, some sort of chemical interaction with something that's sort of, you know, making it do what it does. I don't think it's a... I don't know, man. It's fucking weird, isn't it? It's really hard. It's mad. I, th- I honestly didn't know that it wasn't alive. I thought it was like a, something trying to live and host off something else. Well, it seems like it is, but... But it's not really alive. It's No. Not according to what I researched. Right. And obviously I'm a biologist yeah, and yeah. a biologist, so I, d- I do know a lot about this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm bang on correct in everything that we're going to go through in yeah, this episode. No, no bullshit at all in this. There won't be anything which might be wrong. There'll be nothing wrong. This is 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I did some research into how it got to the United States, and that's pretty, pretty interesting. It was in 1960, the Congo became independent from Belgium. Uh, and when that happened, the Belgian doctors and nurses left. They were like, see ya! So yeah. the Congolese they government want to get hungry die or something. Well, the Congolese government were like, "Fuck! What, what are we doing now? We need people." So they brought over medical staff from from Haiti. I don't know why they brought them from Haiti. I'm guessing yeah, that's a bit odd, isn't it? Something like that, I would imagine. It may be yeah. cash, um, and they think uh, only one Haitian, one Haitian individual, became infected with HIV in the Congo, and at some point he or she travelled back home to Haiti and infected somebody else. Like, and within a couple of years. Found its way over to America. Rampant. Yeah, man. Uh, it was like um, sometime in the in the mid-1960s, that's where it first cropped up in America, via somebody most likely shagging a Haitian prostitute. Fucking what? And they can find this out? So many wrong cunts out there, aren't <laughs> there? <laughs> there are, aren't they? Just, everyone's just like just being sly and doing all sorts of things. I don't pe- think that's wrong, what they were doing, shagging <laughs> a prostitute. Well, it's, well it's, it depends on their situation, doesn't it? I think it's just b- bad luck, isn't it? It just happened to pick yeah, up. Yeah, that's bad luck. But I mean, if they're seeing someone, or if they do, you know, this and that, and they're meant to be a certain thing, it just seems a bit sleazy. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, I don't know. But it was first AIDS was first clinically ob- observed in uh, in the USA in 1981 in various locations, like I think San Francisco, New York, Los Angeles. It hadn't been isolated or studied until then. Nobody knew what it was before the the 1980s. The first cases came from a a small group of heroin users and gay men with no known immunity disorders. They were all normal, healthy lads, but something was causing their immune systems just to collapse really, really fast. And doctors were like, what the fuck's going on here? This is fucking weird. Mm -hmm. They were developing rare skin cancers called Kaposi's sarcoma. I believe that's what it's called. And doctors were like, what the fuck? What's bringing this on, yeah? What is causing this rare-ass cancer to appear in these specific groups of people at the same time? Something's going on here. But they didn't know what it was. And because a giant it, gangbang and everyone got it. <laughs> well, they didn't know what it was, but because it was primarily appearing in the gay community, it was initially called GRID, the Gay-Related Immune Deficiency, and it was also charmingly referred to as, as the gay cancer. Nice. Because they were like, it must be something to do with the gay lads. Because they're all getting it. It's got to be them. But yet the crackheads are getting it as well. The crackheads are getting it. But so blame it on the guys. Blame on the guys, mate. Maybe some of them crackheads are guys. And within a year of the first cases appearing in the United States, a thousand people had died. And a few decades later, HIV was present on every single continent on the earth. So it's, it's, it's like exponential. It's slow to start with. Then once it's, it gets fucking It's like a going. Claymore bomb, isn't it? <laughs> It's all in one place and suddenly, boom, it's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so um, a thousand people dying from a mystery illness is, is terrifying because mm. they were like, God, it's fucking spreading. What is it? Mm. What's causing this yeah, to happen? And it's going nuts, yeah. Over time, other people belonging to different specific groups of people became infected. Uh, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention in the United States renamed it 4H, 
representing the people most commonly aff- affected, and they were homosexuals, heroin users, haemophiliacs, and Haitians. Nice. <laughs> They're different. Yeah. They're all different. You English, no, it doesn't matter. You, you don't begin with a H, you sound. Yeah. So the uh, the virus is spreading, obviously we know, primarily through bodily fluid and sperm, like blood and tit milk, that sort of shit. But there are other ways that we were helping it along. Because initially back in the day, doctors were unaware that viruses could spread through dirty needles. Oh, right, okay. Which seems insane. It doesn't, it really, when you think about it. It's like, I suppose it's hindsight. But it's, I bet you, though, there'll be some things now that we look at and go, what the fuck? How yeah. did we not know that? Why are we so dumb? Yeah, yeah, like in like a hundred years' time, they'll be looking at back at us. Yeah, yeah, going, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Oh, it's like fucking circumcision, isn't it? People chopping the ends of their fucking dick off for no reason at all. Idiots. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it makes it cleaner or something. Leave my dick alone. Yeah. And touch my skin. Get your scissors away from my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where you get someone with Parkinson's or an Alki who hasn't been on the beer for about two weeks shaking away. I'm just going to take your top of your helmet off. No, you're fucking not. Do you want to go for a pub lunch first, mate? <laughs> yeah. You look like you need a drink. <laughs> so like, what was happening? Medical personnel working in Africa had to reuse a lot of needles. It was it was common practice, especially in remote areas because they didn't have shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to reuse it. You can't just nip down the fucking needle dispensary when you're living in the Congo. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? The, spe- the sterilisation of used equipment was not very good Scalpels, needles, and surgical tools were just boiled in like a big old HIV stew almost. Oh, nice. Now, we know this definitely happened because there were large outbreaks of HIV that didn't follow the normal infection rates. They'd be like, why are there 200 spontaneous cases of HIV last month over there? Yeah. What the fuck's causing yeah, that? But suddenly, you know I mean? Why has that suddenly appeared there? Which also Only in that area. Which also gives rise to conspiracies. Oh, right, okay. Because they were like, ah, somebody must be doing something. Mate, they still use needles. It's those Russians. <laughs> it fucking was, you know. We're going to blame it on the Russians. <laughs> That's what everyone else seems to do now. If they don't know anything and something bad goes on, they go, it's those Russians. <laughs> you wait till we get to the end of it. And right. you'll be like, you fucking what? <laughs> Russians? Again? <laughs> so it was called gay cancer because it affected more gay lads than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And a few numbers, approximately... Approximately 67% of people diagnosed with HIV in 2015 in the United States were gay or bisexual lads. But okay. why them? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why, why just appear there? Why? Yeah. What's causing that? They're just the same as us. They're not different. No. Do you know what I mean? Apparently, anal sex is a lot more riskier than vaginal sex when it comes to HIV transmission. Why is that, I wonder? Well, there's, a fir- there's a few reasons. Not as much lube. Oh, more poo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what they wrote in the medical journals. <laughs> well, there's no, there's no lube. No, no, natural, no natural lube, just poo. There's a bit of shit up there as well. I think. <laughs> I think it's the shit that gets down your japsai, which cuts it, which makes AIDS because it's poorly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be a good doctor, wouldn't I? <laughs> You'd be the best, mate. Oh, you're not a doctor. No. Do you know one? One of my theories to kill cancer was, and to kill AIDS was to give inject so, somehow, somehow inject someone with cancer, which kills the AIDS, then get the cancer out of them. I mean, that's it. And then Let's we just got to work out how to kill cancer first. Yeah. <laughs> then everything's and gravy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, the reasons why it's uh, the gay lads are getting getting fucked over by this a bit more than than you know other people is because, firstly, well, the cells in your in your ass are more susceptible to HIV, but much more susceptible than cells in the vagina. Apparently, they can transmit it easier. And secondly, both sperm and rectal mucus carry more HIV than vaginal fluid. 
Okay. I suppose a vagina is probably a little bit more of a sterile environment than, you know, a shit box. Mm. Yeah. Plus yeah. the occasional tearing and bleeding from, you know, the old butt rough, fucking. The, the, rough, the rough anal sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And combine that with the fact that gay and bisexual lads have a lot more anal sex than straight guys, and you've got yourself a high risk group. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, well, purely, unless, you know, they're not fucking funny, are they? Exactly. They just don't. Yeah. Simple as. So. so the poor bastards, unfortunately, were, were more susceptible. Now, does it mean the person who's getting uh, bummed, <laughs> right, if that one's got the AIDS or the HIV, right, are they going to be um, able to transfer transfer it more than if the person who was fucking them had the AIDS? Yeah, like the cock is the injector of AIDS. Yeah, which what fa- is the ass more more of the injector of the AIDS? It's like a backwards. I thing. think it works both ways. Uh, well, no, I would imagine. It, basically, what I'm trying to say is, that whoever's got the AIDS, if they get bummed, right, are they going to pass the AIDS more than if they fuck someone? I think you're more likely to 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 get HIV from being bummed, right? Okay. Than being the bummer, right? Okay. Because you're like injecting. If you don't like, if you if you if you've got HIV in your body, so it's in your sperm, and then you blast it up someone's ass then it's going to be potentially absorbed into the system. I, I don't know. And as long as you don't di- cut your dick, how are you going to get it off that fella? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? If if someone's got AIDS and you're bumming them, someone's got HIV and you're bumming them, and uh, you, they and you don't cut yourself. Yeah. And it, they, how? I mean, do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a tricky one. <laughs> also, has anyone had AIDS and cancer at the same time? Yes, it's a common thing. Is it? It's, it, it uh, yeah. It's it's common because oh, the immune be, system that'd be horrible. When well, you go the to the doctors, dies. you go to the doctors and you go, they go, you got age. Oh, for fuck's sake! And then, um, and then you go like a couple of months later because you know you check up and they go, you got a weird like mark there. Um, well, that's what the gay lads are getting. Yeah, yeah. you got cancer as well. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know because I mean? your immune system drops so much when the HIV infection has has really I got s- a yeah, hold. Suppose, You're more yeah, susceptible yeah. to you shit. You were saying it, the third one, weren't you? It, yeah. It, it so can be like leukemia and it, various forms of cancer. Do you know what I mean? That's what gets You're them. basically open to anything, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. Horrible thing. Mm. But all this talk about like getting bummed and shit, it's yeah. quite interesting because I, I read a study called the Partner Study, which was conducted from 2010 to 2014. And they studied 1,166 couples where one partner was HIV positive and the other one was negative. Um, and they fucked without condoms between them all 58,000 times and there were zero instances of HIV transmission through sex. Right, okay. Now, the study requested this is the, the stipulation that one partner was HIV positive but had an undetectable viral load. So you've, you have had it. I bet they did where they're trying to put it into someone, the <laughs> viral load. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but fifty-eight thousand viral loads. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it sort of indicates that HIV might not be transmittable through normal sex if the level of the virus in your system is very low. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It might be a, a sort of a, a threshold that you've got to get to to make you. Yeah, but I suppose it's like when you see the person who's got the flu. You know what I mean? If someone's going like going like, if I'm going, I'm just rubbing my nose gently, and it's, I'm talking to you normally. I don't look like my eyes are about to pop up my head. <laughs> don't look like I'm going to explode. You will talk to me, and you'll probably go oh, fist bump or whatever. Yeah, but if you see me like in the corner, go, 
<laughs> trying to put, yeah, help me, help me, <laughs> like that, right? You probably won't come over to me. You probably go, well, I don't want to catch that. I'll give you wide berth. So it's the same sort of thing, but it's a bit more undetectable, isn't it, to start with? <laughs> it's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we grab a drink? Yes, and then come I'm, back. And I then believe so. And we'll talk about some HIV treatment, and then we'll get into the conspiracies that people believe. Conspiracies? There's always a conspiracy. Really? Love it. Talk about a bit of treatment now, um, and then we'll get into some of the conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying before, having HIV in this day and age is mad different compared to what it was. In the past, it was like a death sentence. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh shit, mate, you're fucked. There's yeah. not a lot we can do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're going to die from AIDS. There's not a lot we can do to help, yeah. No. But the medication today is so... Is so eff- like people can live with the virus pretty much... Almost have normal lifespan. They can. They can. If it's if it's caught, um, obviously and tr- treated, it kind of goes um dormant, doesn't it? It's there, but it's dormant, and you can live to a normal the age that you would do naturally. Yeah, it's amazing. That is, mm-hmm. that's incredible. The, the fucking technology and shit behind figuring that stuff out is what you know what I mean. I'm glad people like that exist. I reckon what they need to do is invent something which just basically is like you know when you blow bubbles. You do that right, and it just covers it and just puts in a big bubble for the rest of its life. Sort of almost what it does in some respects. They use, and we'll talk about it later on, but they, they the cell can sometimes act like a bubble and trap it. It's well weird. That's what they should do. Dean, just putting it out there. Just, uh, you know, um, I've given the idea, so I've painted that. So anything which has got a bubble in it um, that stops illnesses, I want 50% of the money from the drug companies. Sounds about reasonable. I think so. I think I've given everyone the bubble theory now. So, yeah, okay. But arm theory, we've got bubble theory. Arm theory, yeah. That's the classic. Yeah, man. Like, mate, even if you if you shag someone that has that is HIV positive, and, like, there's some sort of incident where you believe that you've, you know, that you potentially have become infected from doing that, because it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen, just having mm-hmm. sex on HIV positive. But if you think it has, you can take a medication called PEP. I forgot to write down what the acronym stands for, yeah. but it... If you take that up to, I think it's 72 hours after exposure, it can, it can potentially stop you from becoming infected. Right, okay. It's amazing, mate. And most of the drugs used are antiretroviral medications. They're not antibiotics, like you were saying at the beginning, because it's not a, it's not a fucking bacteria. It can't, it doesn't have cells, so it doesn't work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like not alive as well. Yeah. Does that mean it can defy all rules? It's yeah. Quite, it basically does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So there's loads of anti-retroviral like medications out there. Yeah. And they all work in the same way. They either they, they stop the virus from spreading or replicating in your body, either by preventing it from entering a cell, so it's in your body but it can't get in the cells, or escaping from the cells. So once it's got in and it's it's laid its eggs in inverted commas, it's yeah. reprogrammed the cell to make more virons, the cell will stop it from escaping, trapping the fuckers inside you, which sounds really creepy, doesn't it? Mm. My body's, te- my cells are teeming with HIV, but they can't get out. Yeah, what? You know what I mean? You need like um, a pressure cap. <laughs> <Just Yeah. laughs> Sorry, that's HIV coming out of me. There's too much in me. Like a pressure release. Pressure valve. valve yeah. <laughs> oh dear. It's like, like the um, oil rig pressure valve, which was like. 
like on that what episode we done and uh, what was it called? What episode was it? Piper Alpha. Piper Alpha, yeah. Where it like just rinsed everyone because it was like the pressure valve didn't work and it just went fuck it. <laughs> but boom, yeah. everyone got nuked. So, so um, just, but that would be like um like a suicide HIV bummer if you didn't have the valve <laughs> and you just exploded <laughs> with the HIV. Weapon. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a bit of a new technique for the terrorists. Work that one out. Imagine if it just naturally evolved into doing that. People just started just exploding. Do you know what? I would pay to watch people <laughs> explode from this d- disease just so I can go, oh my God. It's going to go fund me going for Rob so we can invent, the get help the virus get along so people explode. Pay-per-view <laughs> tickets. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm set out arena tours. It's any time now. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> This beer's good. Yeah. <laughs> so a combination of HIV drugs is usually used because the HIV virus can quickly adapt and it becomes resistant to the medication. It's like the Borg from Star Trek. You know, it just changes and you have to <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. keep chucking shit at it. But there have been some promising breakthroughs with stem cells, like what you were saying before. There was a dude, it was actually last week, I think this last was. Last week, yeah. Because like, when you bring it up um, at the beginning, um, I obviously remembered it and... I waited to a sort of point where I thought it might be a, a decent time to, s- yeah. to s- say it. Well, this that Just was in case you didn't um, catch it, but I know you catch everything, so... <laughs> There's a lot of the shit AIDS. I don't catch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gonorrhea, uh, yeah, yeah. cold, AIDS, balls every now and then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, but that, this, we didn't do that, the, the, you know, the, um, the, the show on AIDS because of that like say breakthrough what they were reporting last week regarding stem cells we were going to do it anyway weren't we so yeah, it was yeah. just, just a coincidence I was like fucking brilliant so Perfect. like this is on the news and it's <laughs> all the information's at my disposal which yeah. is a piece of piss so it was a bloke in the UK and he had a bone marrow transplant from a person who was in the 1% of the population on the entire planet who was a genetic mutation giving them a natural resistance to HIV how do you get that genetic mutation does that mean when, you genet- when the mutation as it becomes a mutation, knows it's defending it against it. HIV, or does it just do no. it and it just gets all fucking else fluky? Just gets passed on. Just some, yeah, just flies off me. It's all right. It's a, it's a quirky side effect of having that mutation. It's called the CCR5 mutation, uh, and CCR5 is a protein on the surface of white blood cells, which are like you know your um your your, your immune cells, body soldiers, so fight, to speak. Yeah, to fight off shit, don't they? And the the mutation is in the white blood cells receptors. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Receptors on the cells receive and pass on chemical information from outside of the cell into the cell. So if something binds on on the receptor, it affects the cell. Now HIV binds onto the receptors and jacks the white blood cells, uh, white blood cells, fucking up your your immunity. Mm-hmm. But HIV cannot enter a cell when somebody has a CCR5 mutation. It's like the receptors just go in. La la la, can't hear ya. It's like that, you know that shit um, they've got, they've invented, which like repels water and any old shit that goes on the car, it just pushes it straight off. It's like that. Yeah, it doesn't talk to it. It can't come through. It's Teflon. But does that mean though, if 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 you're getting fucked right, and the, you know it, they someone jizzes in you, does that mean it comes out, what or the, does it sit in you and just die? What the virus? Yeah, just it can't do anything. It just floats about. It just can't. Uh, that's a but good does point. That mean you, does, does that, that mean, mean you, you still can, have it though? Does that mean you can pass it on? Yeah, can you pass you? it on, but you you don't get affected? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Fuck! I wish I thought about that. Yeah, maybe because you've got it in your system. It's in your system, but it's not. It can't do anything. It's just sitting there in dormant, going. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you get down and nook it, it's going. Yeah, come on, get ready, get ready. But it's not doing that. But you know what I mean. Answers on a postcard, people. Yeah. I didn't. I That'd didn't. be quite interesting. 
I reckon I reckon you can be immune to it, but you still can pass it. Yeah, I think so. You'll be a carrier. Yeah. You're a host. Yeah. yeah. Good question. I didn't think about that. Someone let us know. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to find out afterwards because I want to know now. Pissed off. No, I'm not pissed off. I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> so the mutation was passed on when this this on the news last week uh, through the bone marrow transplant in stem cells, and it spread throughout the patient's body to to his white blood cells, which then kicked the fuck out of the HIV, put up a force field again, and uh, he's been free from HIV and taken no medication for 18 months. So he's potentially in inverted commas cured. Okay. So it sounds like a cure, but unfortunately, it's it's not really. Because you can't just try because you think, well, this mutation, can you not just get stem cells from that, people with that mutation, the CCR5, and then just give it to everybody, and then everybody has that mutation, and there are no side effects of having that mutation, other than HIV can't get into your cells. Is it more of a temporary fix? No, it's not temporary, but you just have to, first, it's like, you can't give it to everyone, because bone marrow transplants are fucking hardcore, Mm -hmm. and you've also got to be the correct match. But what this breakthrough does show is it sort of allows scientists to research and study the mutation and try and isolate what properties it has, which could lead to future medication or HIV Mm -hmm. um, prevention, essentially. Stem cells are the way forward. Whoever's doing research in that, there's a massive market, which I think is about to boom. I mean, it's been like it for years and years and years, but it's just been held back for some reason. I think it's been mega expensive to set up and sort out, but I think there's and a there's lot a lot of god botherers going, no, nah, you can't do that. It's not what you bet you if their son or daughter was dying, and they went, we've got a new one. It's a stem cell, um, you know, um, Therapy, transplant. Yeah. Um, you can't have it, can you? Because you were saying last time when little Gary over there was dying, uh, that it was against you know against God's right. So I'm afraid your little <laughs> Gary's gonna die. And they go, no, I want it. You go, yeah, 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 yeah I get you now. You, you don't believe in God then, do you? No, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, so Why would God... T- right? He w- he wouldn't let us learn how to do it, would he? Surely. Well, everything's a test and he knows the outcome of all the, of everything, doesn't he? He's well, the outcome's the- fucking wicked. Exactly. The stem cells. Yeah. Just don't hold progress. Until, let it happen. W- until we overpopulate and kill ourselves in like a mass sort of like rampage. Well, that's, you know, probably, yeah. I was worried about Sorry, HIV. that was that was some, um, a bit of a rant, wasn't it? Sorry. So it's like we stumbled on the key to HIV immunity. Yeah. Finding somebody in the 1% of people carrying that mutation and also finding another person who is a match for that bone marrow and also HIV positive. Oh, right, okay. So it's a fucking well slim when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, so, so you've got to be you've got to be unlucky to obviously have it, but you've got to be lucky to have the the right stuff to be able to take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not the first instant this has happened. It happened right. to uh, what was called the Berlin patient, and he's a, he's a he's a fellow called Timothy Ray Bra- Ray Brown. Timothy Ray Brown. Uh, I'll say that again. Timothy Ray Brown, just for a laugh, because I seem to have said it about five times. Then, but he, he uh, sounds like an old jazz player. <laughs> Timothy Ray Brown, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Trumpet. He had um, a bone marrow transplant on the uh, 7th of February 2007 to cure leukemia that had manifested due to result of his, you know, his, his HIV. Mm-hmm. And he too received stem cells from a naturally immune patient. And within two months of the transplant, the HIV virus levels in his blood had, had plummeted. Mm-hmm. And he's apparently not taken any HIV medication for, well, it's, it's got to be like 12 years now, something like that. Fine and dandy, but but like you were saying before, is he still carrying? And yeah. I don't know the answer to that because I didn't I didn't look. But he may well, you know, if he fucked you, you might. Mm, there's no chance of that, do we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that'd be interesting to know because 
I don't know. You, you they go good news, mate. You know you can't get HIV. You've got it, but you can't actually die from it. You can't. It's not going to affect. It's not going to affect you. Bad news is you can't fuck anyone. Well, you can. You can just wear. You just got to find somebody else in the one percent of the world. Yeah. That carries the same mutation. But you know there's a website for that probably already. There should be. Probably there is. There fucking really should be. The NR4 vaccine yeah, drug that's HIV shag channel dating <laughs> website. <laughs> Dot com. Dot yeah. org. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there are instances of like natural immunity, like um, sex workers in Nairobi have shown natural immunity. They don't have the that mutation, but they don't seem to be getting affected by it, which is really fucking mm. interesting. So we'll move on to the conspiracies. Okay. Is what I can't wants. believe there's a conspiracy on this. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first one we'll talk about is the polio vaccine. Now, I'm sure everybody listening knows what a fucking vaccine is. You know, you, get, you expose your body to a small amount of the virus through like sugar cubes, injections, or, jo- or drops or something like that in your mouth. And that tiny amount of the virus in your system affects your immune system, which then rears up and goes, you what, fucking son? And kicks the fuck out of it. And then it becomes... And then it remembers, it goes, don't let that fucking come back in again. Yeah, and you get antibodies, essentially, don't you? And you yeah, yeah. Fight the it's virus like a bouncer. Off. And then it's like a bouncer at the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. You're going to let, let one person in. He's, he caused some havoc. He went, fucking get out. Yeah. Ban him for life. The He's not allowed back in. The rest of your fucking gang can get out as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pricks. And some people think that the polio vaccine caused HIV. Now, the first claims can be traced back to when the polio epidemic, which was actually battering the US after World War II. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd look at that. I thought, there's an episode in this as well. And doctors were obviously desperately trying to manufacture a vaccine to stop people from fucking dying. And in 1950, a doctor called Hilary Koprowski, who's a dude, successfully uh, made a, uh, a vaccine that worked. It was effective, but it could be improved. But unfortunately, his methods were, let's just say, questionable because he was using children with special needs as test subjects. Oh, right, okay. I mean... So this so he, he... This is how I'm thinking of it. He thinks... Um, that they are easier to use because they're not going to be a burden, so to speak. I, I don't, don't mean that in a bad way. No, I know what you mean. Uh, everybody kind of understands why he would have. Well, not understands why he would have done it, but no. but but the, what 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 he's. I think it was probably because there was a lot of lot of kids that had special needs that were just dumped in orphanages and nobody was having them. And he's like, "Do you mind if I just bodge him with a bit of fucking polio in his arm and see what happens?" <laughs> This yeah, in, sure, do that's fine. This is in America, so yeah. like, um, so to be honest, if it's in America, they probably could do that now to anyone. And go, yeah, yeah, sound. Well, the, the human experience. This is just after World War Two, so testing shit on people. Was, Mental shit goes down in America, so uh, that, that was, was probably it was in vogue back yeah. then. Everyone was doing it, but this is where it gets interesting because of his, his use of um, testing on children was being frowned upon. In 1956, Koprowski moved to the Congo. Oh right, okay. Looking for test subjects. And he set up two labs to improve his vaccine. And in order to create and refine it, he needed monkey kidneys. Now, apparently the virus grows well on monkey kidneys, apparently. Right, okay. As you do. Mm-hmm. He was using, or usually with the polio vaccine up until this point, he was using small monkeys like macaques. But in the Congo, Koprowski allegedly used chimpanzee monkeys, unknown to him, infected with SIV. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. So this new and improved polio vaccine that was refined in the Congo, he may have accidentally put on. Well, it was inf- in the polio well, vaccine he, yeah, he'd, stuff. He'd used chimp kidneys infected with SIV, created the vaccine, 
and was like, this is good, look, it gets rid of polio, but then distributed it to fucking <laughs> thousands yeah. and thousands of people and didn't realise what was going on. That's the theory anyway, or the, or the conspiracy. And then he was just basically just in, injecting everybody with fucking HIV. Mm. Now, remember I said at the beginning, the first verifiable blood sample containing HIV was in 1959 in Kinshasa. Which so he, didn't, he wouldn't have known anyway, unless he like, like time travelled or something. Well, that is the same place that Kabrowski was testing his vaccine on at ah. the very same time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He denies ever using chimpanzee ki- kidneys in the Congo. He even said that the vaccines were only being tested there on chimpanzees. He was using chimps as testing. And it was actually made, that specific strain of the, of the vaccine was being made, uh, was made in the USA. I smell a bit of a. I smell <laughs> a bit of a. I'm trying to hide something. Rob's oh, getting his tinfoil hat ready. Yeah. Like he's like he's gone. Oh shit! I didn't mean to, but I can't say that I did because I'm going to be beaten to death. But well, there's actually archive footage showing chimps in his labs, and lab workers said that they they were definitely used. But he says, "Nah, man, they're not. They were just test subjects." I thought you were going to say bumming a chimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because we know it came from chimps. And it came from the Congo. We know that for sure. And he, he was, was there. using the kidneys of chimps as well for stuff, for at their vaccines. And At the time when the, f- the earliest verifiable sample in blood was, was, was stored, mm. it was then. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. What are you saying? Uh, that is, it's, it's a plausible one. It's plausible. It's, it's, I think it's more plausible than the one you're probably going to get to where like the Americans just made it for fighting off people or trying to get rid of a... A race or something or something random like that. I think it's more plausible, isn't it? Which things you've got to be if, careful. If there's evidence he was there at the time and he was doing this to chimps and he's denying it, which makes me think maybe he's, he's going, oh shit, I didn't realise, but I'm still going to try and hide it. Um, makes it a bit more plausible to me. Well, it's like anything that we cover in the podcast. There's so much more to just that little bit, but I, we can't go into it in massive detail. No, because you, you have to do it over like two or three episodes. Because it, yeah. it would be like the polio vaccine AIDS conspiracy, and it'd be part like a 12. Part, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a tidbit. Go and find it. If yeah, you want to yeah. have a look, have a look. The thing is, with that line of thought, HIV being in a, in, uh, in a vaccine and being distributed to people, you've got to be really careful with that because... It gives rise to the thought... You have the same sort of line of thought as anti-vaxxers, you know, the people that don't vaccinate their children Mm -hmm. against preventable diseases because they think it's against... It's like a human rights violation. And they believe that the vaccines lead to a myriad of other conditions. Yeah. Such as autism. You know what I mean? It's it's dangerous to... I mean, that is so dangerous. Like, anti-vaxxers is crazy. Obviously, I've done a bit of research into this over the last couple of weeks. President Trump tweeted this he said healthy young child goes to see a doctor gets pumped with a massive shot of vaccine doesn't feel good and changes autism many such cases what the fuck are you talking about calm down yeah, but this is the man who wants to build a wall and then it's like it's, have you seen the wall which is it's like a fence they're <laughs> trying to put up it's like a metal well, fence there was a wall there before mate obama built a wall but it, listen, listen to him he, he was the type he was the cunt who um Said uh, I could walk down Fifth Avenue or something, shoot someone in the face, and everyone would still vote for me. He's probably basically right. just said I can do cold-blooded murder, and everyone was like, "Yeah, vote for him!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, he, I bet he's. I bet you. I reckon he's probably actually really clever, and he's just saying all this to see, just to see what he can get away with to a point where they go, mm, "Actually, we don't trust you anymore." But the thing is, like saying that shit though is so irresponsible. It's so fucking dangerous because. You gotta get your kids 
vaccinated against shit. Because my, my belief is this: like, it's like if you're free to do what you what you like, but we all have to kind of like abide to a social contract to sort of maintain the standard of living and safety and health we all enjoy. Trump, yeah. yeah. You have to, and we all we all agree to look after each other to a, to a certain degree. You know, don't murder, don't rape, dangerous people are going to get locked up. Don't hurt anyone at all. Don't steal. Pay your taxes. <laughs> don't Just, murder. Don't rape. The first two. Well, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, heinous yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like everybody goes, okay, you did what? You're fucked. You know what I mean? Don't yeah, yeah. be a dick. Basically, be cool. And public health is a massive factor in this social contract. Yeah, yeah. Doing inverted commas. We're all obliged to 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 abide by this to a certain degree if you want to live in a safe because like vaccinations are included too we live in cities now that contain millions and millions of people never in history before now have we lived so close to each other and in such good health because mm. like you know when like one dude in an office gets a cold every fucker gets mm-hmm. it imagine if that was something worse do you know Th- what I mean the thing is though I also think as much as some can absolutely rinse everyone I think it's a good that it's like that as in people are close because that surely helps everyone's immune system get used to illnesses to a certain as well. Yeah, but if if you're not... Obviously va- not things like HIV and stuff like that, because it's like a new, just just rinses everyone. You can say it about the the, the Black Plague and all that. Well, the Black that. Plague, mate, that killed 75 million people yeah, in yeah. 1350 when the global population was 450 million. Wasn't that basically from like chucking shit buckets and... I think like it was fleas yeah, off rats f- biting people. Yeah, all that sort of shit. It's yeah. fucking shocking. And one of the reasons why we can live together in such dense population, unheard of, throughout history, up until now, is because of vaccines. Mm-hmm. Without them, like what happened in the Black Death, the plague and all that shit, Mother Nature would let loose a horrendous pathogen of some sort and hundreds of millions of people would die. And everyone loves Mother Nature. Yeah, man. Dense but popu- yeah, it will rinse everyone. It would. Dense populations harbour diseases and viruses. So, so get, you've got to be... But some people refuse to even have their kids done. Yeah, I know. And it's, I mean, the measles, for instance, was declared eradicated in, in America in the year 2000. But there's outbreaks occurring right now in Washington State, for instance, which, by the way, has an above average percentage of parents not vaccinating their children. How fucking strange. There was an anti-vaxxer mother. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen this. And she was in Washington and she hadn't inoculated her three-year-old child. And she posted uh, this on social media. And the comments are fucking brilliant. I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah. Sh- she wrote, my child is not vaccinated and there is currently a measles outbreak in my state. Any suggestions for precautions I can take to protect her would be very much appreciated. <laughs> Vaccinate, maybe? <laughs> Somebody wrote, this is just an observation, but... If you did enough research to decide to not vaccinate your child, wouldn't you have researched alternative ways to protect her? (laughs) In other words, she's three years old and never been vaccinated for anything. Well, that's middle-aged. She's lived a good life. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) If only they made some form of... She's lived a good life. That's okay. Well, well, I'm about to die, but I've done well. <laughs> if only they made some form of vaccination to prevent a child from getting it. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus, you know what I mean, man? And then somebody else wrote, um, uh, unvaccinated children are like dark humour. They never get old. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Anti-vaxxers are fucking crazy. That, that would have been a thumbs up smiley face or yeah. crying face. Yeah, or that, one. that fucker up. It's yeah. hilarious because anti-vaxxers are alive today, mainly... Because they've been vaccinated, probably. They, they've been vaccinated when they were kids, yeah, yeah. And their parents have been vaccinated, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what are you t- So, you're killing your kid, yeah, you, you're putting a lot of other people at risk, yeah, and yeah. then you get it's not just your kid, 
you're putting other people's family at risk. Yeah, a lot of people died to for us Who to aren't get vaccinated. To, to get to this way. point, yeah. I think <laughs> I think I think anti-vaxxers are like a symptom of another issue, like possibly distrust for governments. You know yeah. what I mean? Lying because they've lied to us in the past about shit. Is it? Is that? Do you think? Possibly. Um, I think they're just a bit thick, to be honest. It's like a lack of disease, and they think, well, there's no need to have a vaccination because there's I no d- diseases. I, I don't. You've all been vaccinated, you dum dums. I don't understand why they they want to get ill because that's basically what I think. I think, well, so you're gonna get ill, yeah, and die like really badly, or not like you've got a bit of a cold, you'll be all right in a week. <laughs> you're gonna get really badly ill, and then you're just gonna maybe survive, and then get really badly ill again. Yeah, what are you doing? Stop it! Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then you get are tr- you are you a redneck thick fucker? <laughs> and then you get Trump putting putting shit out like that on Twitter. That's, what? Yeah, the fuck. So we look at another a conspiracy. I bet you Trump was gets vaccinated to fuck all the time, but he wakes up and he's vaccinated. <laughs> he doesn't need it, mate. He's super hard. Yeah, he's, he's clinically obese, but also really healthy. Apparently, he's the healthiest man in America. No diggity doubt. <laughs> So then another theory, another conspiracy, I say theory, conspiracy, that it was created, obviously, like you were saying before, by the USA and the CIA. So there's like a strong belief among a large amount of people that the HIV virus was specifically created by the CIA with the intention to wipe out homosexuals and African, I mean, and African Americans. Even saying that sounds insane. You're just shaking your head. Yeah, it's it's just it's. I don't. I'm I, I in disbelief. To be honest, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's like it's like the most sort of like um, white supremacy sort of thing to be saying. Things like that, isn't it? <laughs> get out the gays. You know what I mean? It's to get rid of the gays. It's to get rid of the, the blacks. It's good to get rid of, you know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous. But if anyone's listening to this, because, yeah, but you don't know. The CIA might have made it. Well, yeah, but... Um, they wouldn't mention... have done it to get rid of the gays or black people or anything like that. Well, the CIA formed in 1947 and we can date HIV... Before Back that. to 1920, which sort of blows it away completely. But the idea is that HIV was manufactured at... Um, There's a lot of fuckwits out there, sorry. Yeah, there is, yeah. There is. I mean, even conspiracy theories. I mean, okay, people can make crazy conspiracy theories, but that's ridiculous, that it, one. It's, it, this is insane because yeah. the, not only that, it, this um, theory still has legs today and people mad. I'm, well, I've got some stats on how, how many people believe it, but we know where the, consp- the conspiracy came... It originated in 1985 and comes from a KGB disinformation campaign called Operation... Fucking Russia! <laughs> <laughs> Operation Infection, spelt with a K. Right. It seems the Soviets wanted to try and destroy America's credibility around the world and stoke up fires of anti-Americanism, because they've never done that before. No, no, no. They wanted to try and create tensions between America and other countries around the world that hosted their military bases, because America got bases everywhere. Mm-hmm. The KGB reported HIV outbreaks in pro-Soviet newspapers published around the world, and in them they indicated that the HIV outbreaks occurred near US military bases, kind of pointing the finger going, ain't that fucking weird? Mm. Look over there. Oh, look over there. Now, one pro-Soviet newspaper published in India called The Patriot was set up for no other reason than spreading disinformation. Fake news. Fake, you know what I mean? Fake news. Fake news. HIV was being reported as a, a new biological weapon by the KGB. I mean, why not? I mean, it sounds plausible if you didn't know A biological anything. weapon sounds plausible, but not, not for what people were saying, the way they've, they've spouted it. Yeah. 
The Soviet Union even had fake scientific papers written up by a retired biophysicist called Dr. Jakob Sigal. In it, he claimed that the CIA and the Pentagon created HIV by combining two other viruses together. Uh, and he actually says what they are. V-I-S-N-A and uh, H-T-L-V. Didn't bother looking into them because it's all fucking completely made up. How it, do you combine two viruses? Look, it's ni- impossible, surely. In 1980, this, is how, this shows how fucking mad it gets. In 1987, alone, that one year, the Seagal Report appeared in over uh, 80 countries around the world, in 30 languages, and over 40 times on, social, on Soviet media alone. And it got even madder than that. The press in various African countries were reporting that the CIA was sending over AIDS-oiled condoms. <laughs> I mean, at that point, even the slowest people have got to be going. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It just sounds like someone's having a laugh. Does, like I was saying about like me saying that Trump could be clever, he's, he clearly isn't. <laughs> Rob's going but, for Trump today. Yeah, but but you know he clearly ain't. But I'm just doing this sort of tongue and cheek that maybe know, he mate, maybe he is, and he's just coming out and saying anything. Like I'll kill someone in the street, and everyone's clapping. You a bit of war in Mexico, make them pay for it, and you're going well. They're still going for that. What else can I make up? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that, isn't it? Yeah. But during this misinformation campaign in the mid '80s, the Soviet Union was experiencing their own outbreaks of HIV and AIDS. No shit. That's a pandemic for you. Yeah. And uh, they actually asked the United States for help. They were like, uh, can you give us a hand? And the USA was like, nah, bro, you Fuck chatting off. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. They said they'd help. They'd help the Soviet Union if they ceased their propaganda campaign immediately. And the Soviets were like, uh, yeah, yeah, good call, actually. My bad. Sorry, lads. We'll stop doing it. And even Soviet virologists were saying that the propaganda was dangerous misinformation, not helping anything, because every single human on the planet was at risk from this, yeah, this it virus. Yeah, does, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't actually attack certain people. It, it attacks everyone. Unless you're in that 1%, which they didn't know about yeah, at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the KGB director said, we made that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We thought it was a good idea. And, and people... We thought, yeah, a bit of propaganda, get everyone against the Americans, like you say. It just doesn't make any sense, does it? Releasing no. something like that can f- that can fuck everybody. Why, yeah. would you des- why would you do that? No. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If if it, if it attacked a, a, a specific type of person, then you might be able to go, maybe, but like it, it goes for everyone. It's, it, exactly. They live in the same world as me and you. They would get it. Yeah. But you've got to also think, though, like, yeah, they would get it. Surely they're putting themselves at risk. But when they did the first atomic weapons test, the scientists literally thought, when this goes off, it might ignite the atmosphere of the planet, burning every living thing to death but they still did it anyway do you know what I mean <laughs> so <laughs> unless they had a vaccine for it so they do some fucking mad shit yeah without any there's always there seems to be consequences to everything even if someone's trying to do something good as well though I mean you could put that fellow who made the polio vaccine you know what I mean he, he may have made the polio vaccine but he could have possibly because it's the more plausible theory this one. Yeah. He could have also given people HIV. By accident, yeah. And that's the more plausible one. The American AIDS, gay people and all that is a load of tosh. It came from Bushmeat in the yeah. Congo. That's what happened. It, it definitely did. But when the KGB said that it was misinformation, it was that was 1992. Yeah. And that year, this shows how effective propaganda is. They said, I'm sorry, we made that up, it's not real. But 15% of Americans believed it was deliberately created in a, go- in a government lab because they were hearing the, the rumours. Years later, in 2005, a poll suggested that 50% of African Americans believed it was man-made and 25% of that figure also believed that AIDS was a biological weapon. 
12% believed it was created and spread by the CIA, and 15% believed that AIDS was deliberately um, an act of, of genocide against against black people. It's bollocks. But the if thing you, is, if you believe that, I'm sorry, this you a bit small-minded because at the end of the day, it, it, fuck, it fucks everyone. They were, it, it doesn't attack certain people. It just goes for everything. Which is human, basically. I, I've got to say this though, but I can because I was like, okay, why would you believe that? And you, in some respects, you can't blame the African American population and pe- other people as well, but specifically them for thinking the government was trying to kill them, because the U.S. Um, the U.S. government has a hundred percent for real tested and infected the black population in the past. If you look at the Tuskegee syphilis experiments, where black people were offered free health care given injections that they thought were helping them. And it turns out the US government was infecting them with syphilis just to see how it progressed naturally without treatment. What? That's legit. So so you can't... You, you can go, you know what? I know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think it's... Yeah, they've done bad things in the past. I don't think this is the case, but they have done that in the past, they've so done I understand shit in the why. Past, yeah, so I can understand why they go, don't trust them, really. Well, the Tuskegee... It may not be them, but... But don't trust them because they fucking gave us syphilis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- well, the um, and it also you can see why on, anti-vaxxers. On you can also see why anti-vaxxers yeah, yeah. would go, "Don't fucking have that." They mm. get, this happened for real because Bill Clinton said sorry when he was in power. I'm sorry, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they do I'm crazy sorry. shit, man. I did not have sex with that lady. <laughs> yeah. You didn't. You jizzed in her mouth. Um, some people say that it's uh, it's fake and doesn't exist, and it's mm-hmm. just because like malnutrition uh, has very similar symptoms to to the latter stages of, of AIDS. I mean, come on, man. Was Freddie Mercury really hungry? Do you think that? Mm-hmm. Dr. I, uh, Dr. Alan Cantwell, who was the author of AIDS and the Doctors of Death, an inquiry into the origin of the AIDS e- epidemic. Bit of a loaded title for mm-hmm. a book there. Yeah, yeah. He claims that HIV was deliberately introduced into the population through hepatitis B experiments performed on gay and bisexual lads between 1978 and 1981. That's why it emerged in the gay community first. Mm-hmm. He said the virus added was added to the hepatitis B vaccinations. Lads got infected from from that, and then shit got out of control. But again, to what end? Yeah. Why would they do that? Yeah. The only but the only yeah it's it's mad. But like, like you're saying with the nuke thing, they didn't know that it, they thought it might inflame everyone, but they might not have known. You know, they might have just gone the same thing. They might have gone, yeah, we know, but let's. We think we know that it might infect anyone, everyone, but we think it's going to affect these certain people, so we'll just do it. But it's not. It's not true. That's not the case. Well, but we know, we I'm know. trying. I'm trying to make the conspiracy plausible. We're but just playing I, devil's I ad- yeah, advocate. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, know yeah. it's not the case because this, that that guy, uh, Doctor Alan Cantwell, was saying between they they did it. They infected the lads through hepatitis B vaccinations between 1978 and 81. But we know that the first verifiable death and blood sample came in 1959. Yes, so it was it. around before then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was also around before the CIA was even a thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But and there are some educated people, some educated individuals, some learned fellows that do believe that it was a man-made conspiracy, such as Nobel Prize winner, Kenyan ecologist, PhD, Dr. Superwoman, Vangari Matai. Right, now, okay. She was a an assistant minister for the Ministry of Environmental and Natural Resources in Kenya. Now, she reckons it was a biological weapon made for the purpose of mass extermination. She says, we know that developed countries are using biological warfare, leaving the guns to the primitive people. They have the resources to do this. Yeah, she, I mean, 
they might she might be correct. Yeah, I I have a problem with that. Um, and the problem is, it's so slow, and people can work shit out. You know, what I mean, I know it took him a bit of time still, but it's a, it's not a quick like illness, which is you know you drop it in the air, it's going to kill people within like a month or something. It takes years, you know what I mean. It takes a long, long time, and it doesn't. It doesn't attack and specific it, groups. You, you, yeah, it doesn't have a brain. Yeah. It just gets people. And you can say that it might go undetected for a while, but that's for a while. People will start to clock onto it, and people will start to work things out. I think they'd do it a lot quicker than that if that was the case. Mm, I do as well. To be honest, I think they just if they wanted to get rid of people and on the sly, you know, it would be something. A war. <laughs> Yeah, they'd either start a war somehow and blame them to do blame someone to do something, or or they would use something which they would possibly could put in the atmosphere or in the water supply, which will you know rinse people a lot quicker. Yeah, rather than rather than um, HIV, which then turns to AIDS. It seems all way too complicated to me for um, an extermination of a race or a country or whatever the, whatever their plan is, so to speak. And the, and the fact that it's you've got SIV, simian immunodeficiency virus. Did we copy what was already already in the chimpanzees? But how or, do you do that? Or I mean, That's I don't a know. Virus? Do you know what I mean? Did we engineer it because of that? Did that give us inspiration, or is it more likely that that it is just a mutation that because we're very closely related? Yeah. Somehow got into our system. Well, I'm, I'm funny enough, aren't we? The most closest uh, thing which is linked to us is a chimp, isn't it? I don't know. For it was like a cauliflower or a yeah, I think it's a banana. It's something like ninety three percent or something, something weird like that. But I think the chimp's the closest. But like I think a banana, something like ninety two percent human. Well, <laughs> not, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's genetically, genetically, genetically <laughs> it is could be human. Yeah. Somehow or sort of, I don't know some bollocks like that. But it makes me think though, what is the lowest percentage? Because I bet you they're all quite high. I bet they're all like within like eighty or ninety percent. I bet you they are. It's got to be. Because this is a single genesis of life. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Apart from virus that don't have cells. Yeah, but what's this, is virus is nothing. Is that why it can rinse everyone? It's nothing and everything. Ah. Yeah, it's alive and it's not. It's there or it isn't. So Could you just go? No, I don't have it. It's done. It's not alive. I don't have well, it. That's why the people say it's fake. Yeah. Because right. a lot of the time, as well, they said that the medication. Um, why would a, why would a pharmaceutical company fake it? They give you the medication, and the medication that you have money, to combat cash, money, cash. Well, the theory what? is that medication that they give you to combat the HIV yeah. has side effects that are exactly the same as HIV, and then you die. Just I'll tell you what, just have loads of hemp oil and like like cannabis like pills and stuff because that seems to cure everything apparently. Apparently so. But they won't do it because it's easy to get and it's really cheap to make. That's why it's called weed, because you can grow it in your garden like a weed. Yeah, man. So that's AIDS, everybody. We've covered everything correctly with zero mistakes at all whatsoever. Even the conspiracies are all true. Yeah, everything perfect. <laughs> if there's any glaring errors in that, please let me know, because um, sometimes when you're doing it, you're thinking, fuck, I'm covering a complicated subject here. Yeah, I yeah. hope this is... It's not about oh we stabbed her then that happened then this but, happened yeah but th- this subject's one of those it can like you say you can you can have a f- fucking like fifty episodes on it yeah you could do so it's very, we bre- like you say breathed o- breezed over a hell of a lot there just to to cram it yeah in. yeah yeah so if you, if you want to contact us about it you know tell us about a story you know with someone with AIDS <laughs> and, or whatever you're more than welcome to yeah on our uh, Facebook Facebook page Twitter Instagram all that you can do it on our email address which is robotforize at gmail dot com. Or you could send us some cash if you want to, just for the laugh, on Patreon. Um, and our beers if you want us to sample yeah, yeah. them. Yeah, I'm quite liking this. Um, it's the first proper beer sent to us, isn't it? Yeah. 
was actually. What was no, it? no, no. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. We had a beer mug from uh, Alex. Yeah, yeah, but no beer, mate. You, you. No, he did. He sent us. Didn't he send us VB? I'm sure he did. I don't remember. Could be a second beer. Yeah, anyway, we'll play some background music and we'll sample the beers for that and it'll yeah, be yeah. great fun. We can, do, you know, like a... But we need people to send us different types of beer for that, though, because we can't just sample one beer for, like, two and a half hours. Yeah, we'll happily do that. There's no problem. We need, like, we need like, like probably, I don't know, 12 different types. So thanks, Each. thanks Tristan for sending us some that. Yeah, so really I'm nice. I mean, really, really nice. Thank yep. you very much. And um, you are a legend. I think that wraps it up. It does. And we'll see you all next week. Yeah, send us money. Bye. Everyone has ace. And so this is the end of our story. And everyone is dead from AIDS It took from me my best friend My only true pal My only bright star He died of AIDS Well, I'm gonna march on Washington Lead the fight and charge the brigades There's a hero inside of all of us I'll make them see everyone has AIDS My father AIDS My sister AIDS My uncle and my cousin and her best friend AIDS, AIDS The gays and the straights and the white in the spades Everyone has AIDS My grandma and my dog go blue AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. The Pope has got it and so do you AIDS, 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 AIDS. Everybody we got quilting to do AIDS, 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 We're gonna break down these barricades Everyone has AIDS Now suck my cock <laughs> Just kidding